Good day, and welcome back to Albrightcast, where the roar of the leopard awaits you. I'm your host, Burhan, and today I'm going to be talking about something that I've actually been doing outside of school, and that is error modeling. So I initially became interested in error modeling and RC flying two years ago, when I would see a large group of people always fly these giant RC planes at Mahalakshmi Racecourse, and it really intrigued me. So I actually went over there and I watched them fly and I saw how they had to maintain such planes and I thought to myself that yeah, you know what, this is something that I'd be interested in doing. I eventually ended up joining that group, better known as the Indian Academy of Model Aeronautics. And since then I've gone from making chuck gliders to assembling electric foam RC planes from a kit and flying them, testing them all by myself. I feel like I've come a long way and I'm quite happy with what I've learned over these past two years. However, I'm not the only one who's going to be sharing their aeromodeling journey today, as joining us is Mr. Darius, the head and founder of the IAMA. He has worked in the airline logistics and shipping industry for 35 years, and for 20 years he was also a pilot, having obtained his student pilot license from NCC Airway. He now runs an aeromodeling workshop where RC planes are built and brought to life. He has helped many engineering students and kids navigate the world of aeromodeling and RC flying. Even me! So without further ado, let's welcome him on the show. Hello Mr. Darais, I'm very glad to have you on the show and it's actually been quite a while since we've spoken. How have you been doing? Uh, well, thank you for inviting me. Uh, I've been doing fine. My pleasure. It's just that the love and the activity during the pandemic has uh, caused a lot of turmoil amongst the students. Yeah, sir, I can understand. Yeah, but flying has started again at the race course. And we also have some students coming to our workshop. So things are moving slowly forward. Yes, sir, that's great to see at least that things have started picking up, even if it might be slow. So, sir, uh, first of all, I wanted to go like a little back in time. And uh, since like you've gotten your student pilot license and uh, you were like a pilot for quite some time, what we, what made you, what inspired you to start flying as a pilot? Basically, this is something that I liked from childhood. It, it, it was inborn in me. I like whenever I see something flying, you get fascinated. And I think everybody likes to see something fly. Uh, so I was more involved in, uh, more more passionate about flying and flight. So the first thing I did was when I was in school, uh, a neighbor of mine brought a small kit to, to, to assemble. He was not able to assemble the model. So he took my help because I was good in craft and art. So I assembled the model for him and we launched it from the table. And uh, that's when the flight took off. Wow. That was my first launching pad into aeromodeling. Oh, wow, so that's a really cool story. And yes, I think I can agree when, you know, when you see a plane up in the air, it just like really fascinates you. It's also the reason why I'm so into aviation as well. Right. So now seeing that how devoted you've become to aeromodeling, now that you've opened up the workshop. So like how long have you been in? 
you see, after this particular incident of making this model fly from my tabletop, then uh, there was a slight lull when I was in the final year of my school. So I took a break from all other activities. But when I joined college, I joined the NCC and NCC gave me a great opportunity to uh, get back into the hobby because they, everything was supplied by the NCC. The workshop was there and everything was there. So for three years in the NCC, I had a great time where again, I got my student pilot license. So I used to divide my time between my studies, uh, aero modeling and actual flying. Uh, so that's how it was when I got into it in a big way. But when I uh, then I realized that after I finished college and started working, I still wanted to pursue the hobby. And there was several other friends of mine who wanted to pursue the hobby, but they had no opportunity. There was no organized activity for aero modeling at, at all. So somebody uh, guided us to this workshop from where we are operating now. It uh, belonged to somebody else. It's a trust and they used to encourage hobbies of all kinds so they took us under their wing and we formed another body called the indian academy of model aeronautics to to directly get involved in uh, for all those people who wanted to be into aero modeling uh, so this was sometime in 1981 81-82 and then on we used to have regular training classes both in the workshop as well as in various schools they used to call us to teach uh, aero modeling over there. But now, uh, over the years, the, 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 the load of studies on the students has increased tremendously. And uh, therefore, the amount of time they get to spend for these kind of hobbies is very limited. So that's why we started this thing in our, in our workshop, that whenever you have time to come, please come, do your work over here, and then we, we have people to teach you how to construct models, how to trim the models, how to fly the models. So we, we, we are flexible in timing in that respect. So that's how we made this thing open to anybody and everybody who wants to get into air model. Yes, sir. I think that's actually a great idea having the timing so flexible because I'm sure a lot of, as, uh, as we talked about, like a lot of students schedules have become much busier nowadays and, uh, even yes. the, even then because of now the coronavirus as well like it's put a lot of uh, strain on on uh, everyone's health actually i look at the coronavirus as an opportunity for students who have had some exposure to us in building models to start the hobby in their home yeah and that's the time anybody who wanted to learn uh, i mean who wanted to make uh, construct these small models and fly them in their compounds or in their even the indoor models the opportunity was there, but I don't think people were aware of that. So awareness is another issue that we need to create. Yes, sir. That's true. And aeromodeling, let me tell you, aeromodeling is not just remote control flying. There are various other aspects which you need to go through to learn before you uh, start taking the remote control in your hands and start flying them. Because remote control flying is an expensive aspect of the hobby. Whereas if you have learned to to build and trim a chuck glider or a hand launch glider as we call it then you've learned the basics of aerodynamics and that is very important once you've learned the basics of aerodynamics you are less prone to make mistakes when flying the remote control aircraft yes sir i, I agree that i think that makes complete sense right you were saying that you had like kind of started aero modeling in like 1981 82 right 
uh, we, we started this club in 19 uh, this this uh, society in 1981 so yeah i started when i was four so that was many many years ago somewhere in the 60s yeah and where all have you flown like anywhere across india or even internationally no internationally i have not taken part but nationally yes i have flown at one time when we were in ncc the national competition for aero modeling used to be in calcutta at the uh, behala flying club oh and uh, that's where i had gone to represent the uh, my unit from here uh, besides that otherwise we've been confined to bombay and uh, surrounding areas we've been to gujarat we have done some flying over there in uh, selvasa for uh, some people who wanted to have a demo over there we have flown for uh, we have flown for people who want to uh, make ads so we have flown for ad agencies some of our members have even flown for the film industry and things like that we in fact one of our one of our very major achievements was to train the indian army personnel in flying these aircraft for target practice and drone practice wow that's really cool So now this brings me to like the point about air modeling and all like how many a lot of people think that in air modeling just like you know the flying is included but I'm sure you would agree that even the building of the planes testing them trimming them is also a major part it is a major part because once you have made your own model and and, and under instructions of a of a, of a trainer and then you have trimmed the model then flying becomes much easier because the most important thing in a in a flying model is how you trim the aircraft for flight supposing the aircraft is suppose for example the the aircraft is always flying with its nose up what should you do the aircraft is flying always with the nose down what should you do the aircraft is always flying with one wing low than the other what should you do these are things you can learn only when you have trimmed the model and if you have trimmed the model properly you will not have these uh, these uh, errors cropping up in flight that is what we teach a student who comes to us yes sir i agree i think that trimming the model and uh, checking its center of gravity checking if it's nose heavy or tail heavy all of those are really important when it comes to aero modeling one more point i want to make besides when a student comes to us first we take them through the basic theories of flight without any formula without any complications just basic theory of flight how an aircraft flies how a body flies So all those things, when you are flying your aircraft, it comes back into your mind, and then you don't make mistakes while flying. Yeah, that that does make sense a lot. So, yeah. So the theory also is a bit important. Yes. Yeah, so with so many aspects uh, surrounding aero modeling, what would you say is your favorite out of all of them? Trimming the model is the most favorite thing. Learning to trim the model is it's not easy. Learning to trim the model is not very easy. but that is where it gives me the greatest pleasure because then flying becomes very easy it becomes a, a pleasure it doesn't become a pain you are not always giving corrections in flight because you know you have trimmed your model perfectly yes sir there's nothing more satisfying than a perfectly trimmed model ready to fly right right and while yes i also enjoy trimming i mean i think the main flying of the model is where it gives me the most thrill yes but but the flying should be relaxing and it should not be a pain and it becomes a relaxing activity only if you have trimmed the model properly otherwise you're constantly under under, under yeah, tension that is true i agree so that is the point i'm making trimming the aircraft whether it's a model aircraft or a real aircraft if you trim your aircraft properly if you set the trims properly your aircraft will fly properly that is a very important when it comes to aero modeling 
Now I want to actually step away from the main uh, questions about air modeling, and I actually wanted to talk about the flying group at Mahalakshmi Discourse. Yeah. So in 2018, when I used to see you guys fly from my balcony, and that is kind of what inspired me to start air modeling and flying. Are there any other places in Mumbai or anywhere? In Mumbai, is no. There is no other place in Mumbai. There is no other place except the race course. Then these people. There are some people who fly jets, and jets are banned at the yeah. race course because yeah. of their uh, high risk factor in case of a crash. But uh, so they they go and fly at Ambi Valley. They have the whole uh, the whole airport over there. So it's very comfortable for them to fly over there. Yeah, I think I remember going to Ambi Valley once and seeing the huge jet fly. I'd even flown there a few times. Okay, so that's the only other place that we can we have over here. Then there is somebody who is doing something at Virar, but I don't know how active they are or what they are, what they are doing. But at one time they were doing something over there. Oh, so that's so as of now in as of now in Mumbai, it's only the Malakshmi Racecourse, which is in the heart of the city. And I can I can tell you there is no other place anywhere in the world where you get such a huge feel. to fly in the heart of the city and that too for free because the race course does not charge us anything and our association charges just 1000 rupees a year membership fee which covers you for third party insurance plus maintenance of the workshop etc etc wow that that seems like a great offer so that's 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 called peanuts for people to get the pleasure of flying and i'm sure that you know since 1982 how seeing uh, how you've seen the uh, the group the flying group itself and uh, Like aero modeling as a whole grow interest among a younger audience. Yeah, yeah, the interest is there, but uh, it it also requires a lot of application. So you need to be there regularly, etc. Which I don't find, uh, which I find wanting on in the students of today. Everybody wants an instant uh, solution. You know, everybody wants to go to the field and start flying. So that is where there are problems. They 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 end up uh, crashing a number of models and then. Uh, the attrition rate is quite high now yeah that's true sir i think yeah a lot of people like kind of see rc planes flying in the air and they realize that yeah you know i want to do this too yes and they say oh i can also do it and but then they realize that uh, to do it of course anyone can do it but he has to put in the effort exactly it's like there's a lot more to it than just flying there's a lot more that uh, we need to learn yes i think everybody can fly our simulator you know on the on the on your computer and there are no crashes and if it crashes there is no cost so that's what happens yeah that's true sir so uh, lastly i'm sure people watching this podcast will want to also pick up rc flying if any of them do then what would you recommend or suggest them to do first they should come to us in the workshop learn to make a simple chuck glider and trim it it's very simple to make it does not take too many days it's just one day's job make it fly it make it trim it and fly it and that trimming and flying a chuck glider does not require you to go to the race course you can do it in any maidan so as once you learn that and then go into making your own uh, remote control aircraft and then buy the equipment you know yes sir i also i actually remember when uh, like 2 years ago when i came to the workshop for the first time and i also made the chuck glider that's right i gave you this uh, foam sheets and i said make the glider yes There were so many tests involved, and it took quite a bit of time to actually trim it perfectly. I remember that is the that is the norm. That's everybody wants to get into it very fast. Yeah, but sir, I think now that uh, I've realized that how much more that is to air modeling than just the flying, and how you know patience is really key. Right. Patience and 
so much perfection yeah. as well to an extent dedication patience and dedication it's not it's not a job which you can do in 5 minutes yes sir exactly it actually took me over a day to like actually really perfect that chuck glider yeah you made so many of them yeah i remember some of them broke over here in the in the in, in the workshop itself when you launched yes them. i remember that yeah so i remember i remember the entire experience and i actually like journaled it i have uh, i've written the entire experience on my on my aviation blog that's very important i'm glad somebody has done it yeah it's uh, called the blog with wings and uh, for those of you listening to this please go check out my blog in the instagram link in bio so yeah that is all i have for today mr dares thank you so much for taking out your time i really appreciate you coming you're most welcome anytime just give me a call anytime you need any assistance and i'll be there don't worry thank you so much sir okay right on really enjoyed hearing Mr. Darius's journey on aviation and aeromodeling from launching his first plane to forming the club that we know and love today. He has helped me learn and understand a lot about aeromodeling and I really appreciate him helping me enhance this hobby that I picked up 2 years ago. And that brings us to the question of the episode. What is your favorite hobby? Do answer on the Instagram story at operacast or email your answer to operacast@gmail.com and stand a chance to win a shout out in the next episode. And as we're in the middle of a global pandemic, please don't forget to wear your masks and enforce social distancing as you go outside. And do remember to check up on your family and friends as much as possible. On that note, I would like to thank you for listening to today's episode. I really hope that my story and the conversation between me and Mr. Darias inspired you to look further into aeromodeling. Have a great day as well as a great last week of the semester and I will see you very soon. Bye.